admire your courage, Miss... Uh... Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr... Bond. James Bond. Bonjour, Monsieur Bond. Where's 007? I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. My God, what's Bond doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Well, tell him to pull out. Immediately. Can I do something for you, Mr. Bond? A martini, shaken, not stirred. Hang on, James. The thought had occurred to me. Looking for shells? No, I'm just looking. You have a nasty habit of surviving. What they say about the fittest. Do you lose as gracefully as you win? I wouldn't know. I've never lost. No more foreplay. Welcome to another episode of Bond Backwards from the Holmes Movies podcast team. My name is Anders Holmes and I'm joined by my brother Adam over Skype. <laughs> yes, here I am. So we are sort of halfway through Pierce Brosnan's uh, tenure as uh, 007 and the film that, we're gonna, that we are going to be talking about on this episode is Tomorrow Never Dies, his second uh James Bond film and was uh, directed by Roger Spotswood or Spotterswood and produced by Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli. And it was the first James Bond film that was made after the death of Cubby Broccoli, Albert R. Broccoli, who had produced pretty much all of them since uh, Dr. No. I watched this sort of recently and it was slightly better than I remembered it being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it still has some of those mid-90s or late-90s Pierce Brosnan problems. Um, you know, the, the 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 trying to be cool with the certain uh, certain things and the, I, 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 the product placement is, like, over the top with, the, um, you know, the BMW instead of the Aston Martin is, is, is particularly annoying. Although I will say we'd get a great car chase, um, so I'm not going to... Uh, through the, you know, parking garage... Um, so that that doesn't feel too bad. Um, what do you think of this film? Yeah, I think it's not. I mean, compared to like the last two uh, Pierce Brosnan films that we talked about, I think it's 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 fine. I don't. I mean, it's not better than Goldeneye. I think Goldeneye is by far the best film that he did as James Bond. But it's not no, like you said. It's not as bad as as you as 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 you mentioned. And it does have some really, you know, good scenes. And also, the, the, I, I actually think Jonathan Price as Elliot Carver is actually quite a interesting villain in some ways. I think his performance yeah. in, it, in it is very good. Um, and well, I think, as I say, it's, it, I think in the era we're living in, it has it sort of rings. Um, yeah, you know, kind of true. I mean, it doesn't quite. I mean, it, it because it's still based on like print journalism and TV stuff. It obviously doesn't take into account modern social media and that sort of thing but it is it's still that, that idea of a of a corporate behemoth shaping the news and twisting you know i mean that's like it, it's it's not that hard to imagine uh, jonathan price's character mm. 
as being a kind of um, slightly exaggerated version of Rupert Murdoch. So I sort of I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, that sort of calling that out, that sort of meet the media moguls, um, which is very rare that there's even like a hint of social consciousness in a Bond movie. So that's that's great. Um, and um, and then, and you you do get a lot of as you say, yeah, good, satisfying, fun scenes. Um, mm. There's the scene with um, oh, what's his name now? Uh, Vincent um, Doctor Kaufman, played yeah, by Vincent Vincent, Vincent Chiavelli. Yeah, Chiavelli. He's he's fucking hilarious, and um, and that's a really that's a great scene with also a sort of a sad like undercurrent because obviously Terry Hatcher's character's just been bumped off. Yeah. Um, and uh, but you, there are some there's some amazing people in the film. This 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 um you know this um cast is 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 really astonishing because you've got, obviously got in the, in terms of like the main characters you've got your Ricky Jay the late great Ricky Jay you've yeah. got uh, Joe Don Baker comes back and does a great job um, but then there are all these little incidental characters like you know you've got Jeffrey Palmer and Julian Fellows and Terrence Rigby showing up mm. um, you've got um, you know uh, uh, you know the, obviously you've got Judy Dench and Samantha Bond Vincent Schiavelli but then there's this weird thing where you know the ship that's the British ship at the end of the movie, HMS, whatever it's called, yeah, Devonshire. Hugh, Hugh Bonneville shows up on that ship. Everyone shows up on that ship. It's like HMS character actor. Yeah. And it's got like, you know, you've got Julian Ryan Tut, you've got Gerard Butler is on that ship. Michael Byrne is playing the character of that ship. Michael Byrne is in every single film, but still. Um, Hugh Bonneville, Jason Watkins, Brendan Coyle. Like, it's like half the character fucking Downs Abbey's on board that ship. It's and, ridiculous. And, and Julian Fellows is in the movie as well. Yeah, I told you. I, I just mentioned Julian Fellows. Oh, I, I can't right. think. I cannot think of another Bond movie that has that many, like support people in the supporting cast who went on to be famous, and then in Michael Burns' case, who actually were. You know, I mm. think Michael Burns one of the one of the most sort of solid like British um, TV character, uh, TV and film character actors of his era. Like he plays the, the evil um, Nazi guy in the Last Crusade. Yeah. He's in. This, um, this you know, is how we say Madrid. goodbye in Austria. Yeah, in German. Oh, in German, sorry. If it was Austrian, he'd have to kiss Indiana Jones. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that's that's um, that's fun. Um, what about? Um, what do you have a favorite scene? Do you have a favorite bit? I I do like the remote control car chase scene with the BMW. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that scene is kind of a response to Goldeneye because there's that whole thing of Q explaining the car and then they actually couldn't do anything because BMW was like, uh, no, you guys can't do that. Really? Yeah, they, they, they had some sort of issues with BMW and Goldeneye. It's like, well, you can use the car, it just can't be used in any action scenes. How weird. But yeah. they did use it in an action scene in this one. I think because a lot of people criticize that and then also I think they, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, it's, it's, it seems... Well, yeah, don't do, don't do fucking corporate deals with those idiot germans you stick to good old british aston martins who let you you know drive them on frozen lakes and do all sorts of other jazz exactly um, yeah so that, that's a good bit um i'm trying to think i do really enjoy the scene with stamper just for the sort of fun back and forth um but is that my favorite bit of the movie i mean it leads into the um into the car <coughs> into the car chase um let me just have a quick think here um there is also like a fight scene slash chase in the 
in the newspaper printing thing where a yeah. guy gets like smudged into the printer, printing uh, press. They'll print anything these days. Yeah, that's 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 pretty fun. Um, I do like the Hong Kong chase sequence just after they get captured and then there's the motorcycle chase and it jumps over a helicopter or something like that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean... Makes, um, makes good use of Michelle Yeoh's uh, stunt work. Yeah, and just the general kind of like trying to tie it in with martial arts movies. Um, that is a good bit. I think I'll go for the the the. the I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of hedge hedge a little bit here and go between the the printing press fight and the the scene with Stumper. I can't quite make my mind up. Mm. Do you have like a, a stupid moment or like a, a bit that you find quite stupid? Yeah, I mean the whole film is stupid, of course. Um, yeah. I think the stupidest moment though is when he shows up at the party for like because it's so it's so vague this whole um the 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 way they try and get um the plot going where they're like we think you know elliot carver might have something to do with it you used to fuck his wife why don't you go to this party and see what's going on it's like that is a bad idea and the way he goes about it is really fucking dumb and he gets found out instantly and before you know it she's dead yeah so it's like it's 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 really it's really 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 stupid and um and obviously Michelle Yeo is there as well and everyone is wearing this like plastic clothing and then he like he causes some mischief at some point and shuts everything down and it's just um it's then, just like yeah you're supposed to be going about your job as like being a clandestine spy uh, and you're not succeeding so that, that I guess that's my stupid bit yeah I think I think yeah that's sort of where the movie just sort of it needed to kind of like move along and then the pacing is kind of like a little bit more slow and a little bit more ironed out and stuff. I think it was just them trying to kind of get to stuff quicker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What's your, what do you think about the song? Oh, it's so forgettable and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was it? Who was it? That song it again? Cheryl Crow. Oh, Cheryl Crow. I thought it was Shania Twain. No, Cheryl Crow. No, that would have been brilliant. What's your stupidest bit? Is it the song? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the song. Okay. I don't know. Well, I just, I just, you know, when you had like Tina Turner with Goldeneye, and then it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't really kind of. It doesn't really pack so much of a punch like some of the other ones did. Like you know, especially. I mean, even though like World Is Not Enough is not a great film, it still had a pretty nice song from Garbage. Yeah, well, the less said about the Die Another Day song, the better. That yeah. could qualify as a stupid bit. There weren't so many other stupid bits in that film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, the stealth ship is pretty stupid as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The stealth. Oh yeah, that 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 too. The stealth. Yeah, that is that is a bit silly, and also it just looks like the train from Goldeneye, but as a boat. Yeah, it does actually. That's I'd never thought about that before. It's exactly the same aesthetic. It's like the Batman thing where one vehicle looks like the other. God, I'd never thought about that. Yeah. Um, where are you gonna go on holiday in this movie? Uh, doesn't give you a lot of great options, does it? No, it doesn't really. Uh. I'm going to go ahead and swing in here while you're thinking. I'm going to Hamburg. I've never been. It looks nice. Yeah, I was supposed to be in, in Germany. Uh, in, in, Wait, is it Hamburg? Yeah, it is Hamburg. I think it? it is Hamburg. It's either that or Berlin. I don't think it's one or the other. No, it's not Berlin. It's not Berlin. Oh, it's not Berlin? Okay. Uh, I don't know. The, 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 the opening sequence at the Pyrenees, the Hortz Pyrenees, that's that's pretty cool. Like ice mountain area. That's kind of nice. You always go to the ice mountain. Um, but that's not actually where it's set. It's not actually set in the Pyrenees. It's set in the like deepest, darkest Azerbaijan or somewhere. Okay. Well, uh, well, then I it... think you actually want to go there. Well, uh, maybe actually, I'll just go for like Thailand, as it where they where they they double it as uh, Vietnam in the film. 
you can't go to you so you go to vietnam because you have to go to the location that is listed in the film no matter where it's actually shot I would, okay fine all right fine azerbaijan then what don't you want to go to vietnam either okay fine vietnam i'll go to vietnam I don't think you want to go to Azerbaijan, buddy. I mean, like, I mean, Lord knows, it's probably fine. Uh, you could just be boring and go to London as well, because yeah, not much, <laughs> not much else to do. I, I forgot about all the other different locations. Yeah, locations-wise, it's not that interesting. I mean, I suppose you've got Hong Kong, but um, yeah, it doesn't. It's all filmed in Thailand, isn't it? So yeah, yeah exactly. um, odd one that. Yeah, it has as an interesting aesthetic. It's it feels very like a lot of the Bond Bond uh, the. <laughs> Brosnan movies, it feels very shallow. It feels very kind of like surface mm. sheen and not a lot of substance backing it up. Um, yeah, so do you have a favorite character? I do like uh, Dr. Kaufman just because Vincent Chiavelli plays him really well. And I like, and I really, you know, rest in peace, uh, Vincent Chiavelli, but he, he was a great, great sort of character actor and played played him really well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's brilliant in this. Um, I, um, my my favorite character, I guess, is also him. But if I'm going to pick someone else, it's got to be. Um, I think it's got to be Michelle Yeoh, because um, because she does actually bring some some real cool um, elements to this part. She's a, she's not just a a helpless Bond girl, um, and actually feels like she, she feels genuinely sort of a, a, as a appear to um yeah to um to to pierce brosnan yeah um it, it almost uh, feels like I, 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 joe, joe don baker's great again as wade but, yeah um i guess i'll keep him in the in the back pocket for golden it almost kind of feels like with with way lynn they were trying to do the same thing with the jinx character and die another day just not with the same results i just think we should stop talking about that film um is there an actor in the film that you that you would have liked to have seen in Dine, in no not die another day tomorrow never dies uh, yeah, if I was gonna like recast it, yeah, recast it, yeah. Um, that's a good question because you've got like a billion people in it anyway. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I think if I was going to, uh, if I was gonna recast it, I think I might get rid of um, Gotts Otto, um, who plays Stamper. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's who's a bit um, bland? Who's a bit yeah? He's just a bit tall and and blonde and um, yeah. And I'd uh, I'd replace him with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, interesting. Good luck, good luck getting out of that one. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I mean I. I don't feel pain. He was like a father to me. You start me in the foot. We can't get into the car. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, um, I to be a bit interesting because i i'm always thinking like oh if they casted him what do you think the film would have been like because originally for elliot carver before they picked jonathan price they did offer it to anthony hopkins but he decided to do the mask of zorro instead which which coincidentally enough was directed by martin campbell who did goldeneye ha. so i think that would have been interesting to see what that what he would have done he could have probably done it in the same way that he in the same way where he plays the character of Ford from uh, from Westworld. Yeah, I mean, I think Jonathan Price is really good, though, so I think, you know, ultimately they ended up with the right guy, but yeah, yeah. I'd love to see Hopkins in a in a Bond movie. I always thought he could make a good um, Bernard Lee 
style M. Yeah, um, that would have been cool as well. Yeah. I kind of want. There's 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 one actor who I kind of want to see in a Bond film, and that's Ian McShane. Yeah, right. Just yeah, but, I think but you'd do I, well. I'd cast him as like a really bitchy Q. I don't know, not as a Q. He'd need to be more rough and tumble than that. Yeah. I'd say like uh, he'd be. Um, okay, here are my two things on that. Ian McShane would either be a contact for James Bond somewhere in like um, going to be say like Vienna or. Or, or Prague, someone, an agent who's been there for ages and just like drinks loads and has completely yeah. like given up, and but he helps Bond in some crucial way. The other option could be if you rebooted the franchise and you had it as Bond as like an old, washed up spy. And this is probably like Ian McShane, like ten years ago. He's probably too old to even play this now. But yeah. like if you were doing this in like the early noughties, you could have Bond as like just someone who's retired and who's and whose past comes back to haunt him. So it's like the the John Le Carre version of of um, of James Bond. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. Just, well, just like, you could just like uh, imagine uh, him like looking around the Aston Martin. You press this button here, the fucking roof flies off, and the fucking cocksucker is ejected from the car. Yeah, <laughs> it's Alistair Engines Bond. Yeah. I think that's getting a little bit. Um, we're getting a bit tangled up in our own message here, but um, <laughs> yeah, what are we? How many martinis are, are we giving this film? Uh, I'd say three. Yeah, t- t- three, just under three for me, like two and three quarters probably. Mm. Yeah, I think that's very. It's it's not it's not very memorable in in many ways. That's it's one. No, flaw, I mean but... it has like it's yeah. It, it, I I think it. I mean, yeah, like you said on one of the other episodes we did of Pierce Brosnan's uh, Bond films, they do kind of get less good as they went on. Yeah, so this is basically the second best. Yeah. All right then. Well, I will look forward to talking about Goldeneye with you next time then. Yes. Yeah. Do check us. Uh, do check out the our other episodes of. Uh, uh, Craig's Bond films and also the last two episodes and uh, stay tuned as we go through the the entire Bond franchise but starting from the back and working front that sounded a little bit more you said, what the fuck are you on about <laughs> that sounded more dirty than I meant to do <laughs> that's like a bad Roger Moore pun in one of his films but anyway uh... no, you just, no you just can't speak <laughs> yeah uh. Anyway, all right, let's let's get out of here. Yeah, uh, have a good day, fellas. Fellas? Well, well, yeah. Have a good people. day, guys. Everyone. All the people. Yes. Bye. Stinging in the rain. That's not funny, 007. Where's your butler friend? Oh, he blew a fuse. Shocking. Where's Drax? Oh, he had to fly. Positively shocking. You missed Mr. Bond. I think he got the point. Right idea, Mr. Bond. But wrong pussy. You're not thinking that. I sure am, boy. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. Goodbye, Mr. Bond. It's a Smith and Wesson. And you've had your six. Mm-hmm.